Welcome to the All In Podcast, where we dive into the mindset, habits, and stories behind inspiring and passionate individuals who know what it takes to go all in. So in this week's episode, it's going to be a solo episode to finish off the year, and I really want to talk about the holidays, New Year's resolutions, and my top 10 lessons from 2022. If you're also an athlete, you probably relate of like living the same day over and over and over again, you know, wake up, train, eat, train, sleep, nap, uh, recover, rest, do the whole the whole grind again the next day. Um, and then on the flip side, as a creator, it's like, okay, now in between all of that, I got to be creative, um, and, and, you know, edit things and put things together. So I feel like I've got a lot of footage and a lot of different things I'm just sitting on and I haven't had a chance really to put it together. Same thing with this podcast, um, just getting a chance to, you know, feel creative and have that space and the time to sit down and, and put something out has been difficult, uh, which is why I think rest is so important for anybody, especially for the mental aspect, because you can look at things from a new perspective. It's through that, you know, taking that rest, doing something different, that's going to actually make you better at doing that one thing that you're trying to do. So when you're trying to, you know, push through every single day or force out a video every single day or whatever it is, sometimes you're going to reach that burnout point physically or mentally. And that's where a rest can be so important. And I love the holidays for that. I love the holidays for reminding us how important it is, um, you know, to be grateful for what we have, to spend time with those we love and just perspective on everything. I know in the holidays, I just enjoy those moments with my family. Um, I'm so grateful to, you know, have some of them still around and just have those moments that puts into perspective, like sure my goals in sports and in creating and all those things are important to me, but what really matters is this time with family and just those special moments. That's, that's what life's all about. So I want to talk about uh, holidays and rest real quick before I get into some of my top lessons from 2022, because I know as an athlete, I've been through the phase uh, of the stages and especially, you know, also as a creator and entrepreneur of never wanting to take any time off and just never wanting to to rest. Um, you feel like you're falling behind. You feel like you got to stick to all your plans throughout the holidays and just like force yourself through and you can't indulge into any, you know, fun activities or yum, yummy foods and all these things. But rest and food is what gets us stronger physically and mentally. Like I said, taking that break is so important and, you know, food is fuel. Um, it's, it's, it's just good to enjoy food, enjoy good food with those you love and not stress out too much about it. Um, I think stress is is one of those things that is bad for our health. So just trying to relax, trying to enjoy the food, not feel bad about it, um, not feel like you need to work it off or anything like that. Like move your body because you love to move your body. You know, get that holiday workout and sweat in because it feels good because it's fun to bond with your friends. I know it's fun for me over the holidays when people are home to all get together and do a workout because that's what we, you know, love to do together. You know, that shared suffering, that community, um, that always feels good, but not stressing too much of like, oh my gosh, this isn't, you know, what my coach had written today or, oh, I ate all this food. Now we need to burn it off. No, I, I, I want you to not, not stress too much about that. So I'm letting you know as an athlete, I'm going to be taking some time off, um, getting some rest and some good food in. Now, rest and, and food, it's good for our mental health also, which is not only just as important as our physical health, but it also impacts our physical health because they both work together. So 
enjoy the holidays. Enjoy all the yummy treats um, that you're going to have over the holidays. Hopefully you have some. Maybe you're baking some. Maybe your parents made some. Um, enjoy it and just have a good good rest, a good break. And I know you'll be able to come back um, to training, to work, to normal life better because of this break. Second thing, I want to talk about resolutions, not from the point of like, here's some ways to make resolutions. I think last year I did a video and an episode, it was either near the end of the year or at the start of the year, um, talking a little bit about how I set goals and how I break them down and especially talking about some of the concepts in the book Atomic Habits, which you should definitely go check out if you haven't already, of how you break it down and kind of identify with these traits and you focus on the process rather than just these end results. Um, so definitely check that out if you are making new, new Year's resolutions. But what I want to actually talk about is, you know, maybe you're looking back. This is a reflective time over the holidays, over the past year. And if you haven't achieved some of those goals or resolutions. So one of the biggest goals that I shared at the start of this year was that I wanted to run a sub six minute mile and then squat over 300 pounds. Now I started training for that in the spring once, you know, the snow was gone and it was good to run over on the roads. And... I got my back, my max back squat was 315. And then I got presented with an opportunity to run the New York City Marathon. And that was like so outside of my comfort zone and so crazy. And I was like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I need to, you know, drop this, this goal or this resolution that I have just for a little bit, not drop it completely, of course, but just postpone it a little bit to take on this, this different challenge. And so if I look back over the year and I'm just thinking about the resolution or the goal that I've made, I could look at it as, you know, oh my gosh, it's a failure. I never hit that sub six minute mile and did that thing that I had planned. You know, I had a video series around it planned. I had a bunch of things, but it's like, no, I'm proud of what I did. I, I ran a marathon, which I never thought in my life I would do. I would argue that it was definitely a harder challenge um, than the one I had originally set out for myself. But it's okay that your goals and resolutions change throughout the year. What matters is, you know, you followed your passions, you took the next step that felt right as it came up, and you put in your, your full effort and you, you did your best. So if you're looking back and you're reflecting and maybe you didn't hit some of those goals or you didn't meet those resolutions, just reflect on that and um, think through of what you are proud about yourself this year and all the, the great things that you've done, the moments that you've had with friends and family perhaps, um, maybe the challenges that you've overcome that came up that you didn't know that they would, the unexpected challenges. I know I definitely had a few of those. Um, so yeah, so that's just a little quick aside. So now let's get into um, my top 10 lessons from 2022. Okay, number one is that everyone goes through imposter syndrome and we can't all actually be imposters. Um, imposter syndrome is not others overestimating you. I know that's what it feels like. You're thinking, oh my God, everyone's thinking that I can do this and I have them all tricked or fooled. It's just you underestimating yourself, which I think is normal when you're doing these big things or achieving these goals or you're reaching these certain milestones, right? It's you're stepping into a new level, a new uh, uh, area of your comfort zone, and you have to adapt to it becoming comfortable. And then you're consistently going to be stepping up to a higher level and expanding that comfort zone wider and wider and wider. So you have to kind of get used to that discomfort of feeling like an imposter for a while, but also understanding that everyone at that level also felt that way at first, or maybe they still feel that way. So just understand like you didn't trick everybody. You don't have everybody fooled. You earned your place there because of your hard work, your passion, your ability, and your dedication. That was a big one for me. I know sometimes I feel like, oh my gosh, this crazy opportunity. How is it possible? And then I look back over 
you know, my whole life of different things that I've done, my experience, the work I've put in. And I was like, okay, this is, this is why I've earned it. I've, I've done the work. I've done all these things, but sometimes I compare myself to other people or uh, people who have more experience or whatever it is. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how, how did these people pick me out of all these other people to do this opportunity? Um, so I think a lot of people can relate with that. And I wanted to share that I definitely relate with that as well. So number two, and this links a little bit with holidays, is that, you know, spending time with family and those that you love. And I say just those that you love because I know not everyone has the best relationship with family. So just those moments with other people and yourself um, that you love, that's what truly matters. It's not chasing some external result or some uh, certain reward. It's that time um, that you spend with those that you love. And I know this year I had a lot of different things happen from my grandpa passing away um, some things with, with my Awella, um, different things with different members of my family that I dropped a lot of stuff like, okay, I'm not going to do my second session today because I need to drive across the city to go see my Awella or go help out my family with this, or I'm going to take the day off to go spend it with my, with my grandpa because I don't have that many days left. And that's, that's what matters. I'm not going to regret that, right? Like if I, fall short of my competition goal this year and I look back, I'm not going to blame the times that I've, you know, made those sacrifices and made the decision to go spend it with family. What I will regret is if I had missed some of those days. And so I know there's obviously sacrifices you have to make to achieve your goals, but there's also some things that I've realized over time. I didn't realize this early on in my career, but I've definitely realized over the last few years that are just too important to sacrifice. Now, number three, and by the way, these are in no particular order. Um, I just like did a, a journal exercise, wrote down some of these things, and now I'm just repeating them back in, in whatever order that comes, comes to my head here. But number three is not everything deserves a response. So that's something I've been really working on over this past year is not every negative comment, not everything that contradicts, you know, your beliefs, um, not everything deserves or um, needs your response. Sometimes you need to protect your energy by just letting things go and releasing control. So there's a lot of times that I see something I disagree with and I'm like, mm, could I input my knowledge here? Or someone leaves a comment on something that just accuses me of something or it, um, it's just a negative comment for no reason. But I'm like, is it actually worth responding? Is it worth getting into an argument with this person? Do I need to respond to this right away or at all? Like instead, how about I just protect my energy, focus on continuing to just do my work and do my thing. If I spend my energy on just giving everything a response, I'm not gonna have any energy to actually create anything or go train or whatever. I'm just gonna be sleeping at night or not sleeping at night thinking about all these things that deserve my response, but they don't. Number four is own who you are. I think confidence is so important. I've been realizing more and more how important it is to um, just carry yourself with a level of confidence and just be confident in who you are. And to me, confidence isn't, you know, thinking, oh, everyone's going to like me. Oh, I'm the best or whatever that is. It's just being okay if people don't like you or if, um, you know, you're not the, be uh, the, the best or you have a, you, you're not going to get the certain result or whatever that is, you know, knowing that you're going to be okay if you fail, if someone doesn't like you, if someone thinks something negative of, of you, just owning who you are, being yourself. I think if you're trying to be someone else just to be liked by everybody, you're not going to attract people who you're going to like into your life. Um, so owning who you are, that's what's going to attract the right people, the right opportunities. Um, and it just, 
it feels really good to me over this past year. I feel like I've been really owning who I am in different ways, whether that's how I dress, my ability in what I do, like having more confidence in what I do and like the talents and the skills I bring to the table. That has all just like brought me to another level of, I guess, confidence, but also like happiness and fulfillment as well. Okay, number five, and this is learn to trust the universe. And I know this is a hard one, um, but lately I've been reminding myself of this when there's situations where I'm like confused by different things or um, I'm not sure, you know, what decision is the right one or something is just outside of my control entirely. Like I have an opportunity and it's up to somebody else to, to decide yes or no or something like that. It's just letting go of control rather than thinking all day about it. Like I'll find myself driving and just stressing out and thinking of like situations and future situations. Like what if they say yes, or what if they say no, or what's going to happen here? Or like, what's my, my plan if this happens? And instead I'm like, I am, I've done everything I could and I'm just going to trust the universe. And if it's a no, then it was meant to be a no. And if it's a yes, great. Then it was meant to be a yes. And so trying to stay a little bit more even keel and not stress too much when things are outside of my control. Okay, next one is age is just a number. I think since I turned 18, I've spent every single year stressing about getting older. And as I get closer and closer to uh, turning 30 and entering a new decade, that has stressed me out for a long time. Like I think I've spent all my 20s just stressing about that. And as I get closer and closer, I've been realizing like, I have a ton of fun acting like a kid and doing the things that I enjoyed when I was a kid still. You know, like I'm, I've done a lot of things that I'm the youngest person in the room at and I've done also a lot of things that I'm the oldest person in the room at. And I think it just act how you want to, you know, do what you love to do, um, have fun, enjoy yourself, be proud of who you are and don't stress too much about, you know, your age or, oh my gosh, you're getting older or a certain age means something. It doesn't. I think we can have people who are more knowledgeable at 18 years old than people who are 46 years old and vice versa. We can have people at 18 years old trying to act 46 when there's a 46 year old who is just having fun and letting their inner child loose. So age is just a number. Okay, next one, who you are is more important than what you do. I have spent so many years trying to detach my, I guess, sense of self-worth on what I do specifically day to day. And now I think like even when I first talk to people, I might not even mention like that I am a CrossFit athlete or um, some of those things, you know, I just like to like have a good conversation and talk about things that we're passionate about rather than just identifying solely on what I do as a means of like identifying who I am. It's more about like, I, you know, my grandma is my best friend and I love playing with my dog and, um, you know, just different things that I love to do and who I am and trying to like, let that be what I identify with more than what I do, um, for work. Yeah. Stumbled through that one, but, um, Oh, those are some of my thoughts on that. By the way, like I don't have a script here. I just wrote down like literally like three words on each of these things. And then I'm just kind of giving my, my thoughts on each. So bear with me on that. All right, now we have three left. So the next one is take action despite doubt. Uh, I think I've shared a little bit about this. I've definitely made a few videos on my Instagram and my TikTok about this. But when I was going through my shoulder injury, you know, after years and years, I was like, am I ever actually going to get back to lifting a barbell over my head. And this year when I got the go ahead to get back, which was 
probably like six, eight, maybe, you know, probably like eight months ago that I could start, um, you know, like doing Olympic lifts and, and putting a barbell over my head again. And I went, I've, I've gone on this year to snatch 175 and my max before was 180. So, you know, and I've, I've jerked over 200 pounds. So I've put over 200 pounds over my head, uh, when I thought maybe I would never be able to put any barbell or any weight over my head again. And even as I got close to that day where I was allowed to, I still thought like, even after three years of work, will I ever actually be able to do this? But what didn't change was that I did my shoulder rehab every day. I took action every single day. And that was really difficult because I feel like when I doubt myself, sometimes I just want to quit. I'm like, what's the point of, you know, wasting my time when I don't think this is truly possible. But the thing is, if you walk away, if you give into that doubt, that self-doubt, which is normal, we're all going to feel it when we're pushing outside of our comfort zone or when we're still have a long way to go to achieve something or just when things are difficult. But if you give in, your chances of achieving what you want to do is 0%. But if we keep taking that action, our chances increase. Even if it's only 1%, that 1% is better than that 0%. And each day, as we keep taking action, keep taking action, we're going to move closer and closer, even if we don't feel like it. So continue to put that action in every single day, despite that normal level of self-doubt that you might feel. The next thing is to accept change, even though it's scary, and to be okay with walking away from things, even things that are really, really good. Sometimes there are things that are really good, you're used to them, they're in your comfort zone, and something in your gut just tells you, maybe this isn't what you want anymore, or this isn't right anymore, or you're growing in a different direction. And that can, honestly, that I've been through that this year, and it was one of the scariest decisions in my life. It took a long time for me to process and actually be okay with making that decision, um, making a big decision to change um, something or to walk away from something that was honestly really good. But if you have that gut feeling, you got to trust it. You got to learn, like I said, you know, trust the universe, trust yourself, own who you are. And so I think, you know, doing some reflection that helps, you know, journaling, all that kind of thing, maybe going to therapy. The more that you can be comfortable, again, with comfortable with discomfort, but also comfortable with making a big change, even though it's scary and making and, you know, you might feel like for three months, maybe a year afterwards that you're worried that it might not have been the right decision. Maybe things got worse after that decision, but knowing that in the long run, this was the right thing. Like for example, when I stopped snowboarding and I fell into a very deep depression, I thought that when I walked away, it would be for the benefit of my mental health because of everything I was going through, the injuries I had in the sport, but it was actually really, really tough. But now I'm at a point where I look back and was like, if I hadn't have made that decision, you know, who knows where I'd be and right where I am now, I'm really happy with. So taking that that step back, maybe making that big change and just being okay that it might take a while to see the, the positive effect of that change. Okay, last one is who you surround yourself with matters. This was the first year that I really had consistent training partners, um, especially having always worked with individual coaches. And then with the pandemic, I did a lot of training on my own. And then even when I was snowboarding, you know, I had like the national team camps and stuff like that. But being one of the only competitive snowboarders from the city that I live in, when I grew up, I was training a lot by myself. 
And so it's been a really big game changer for me this year of just like my overall just attitude and just positivity when I'm training with other people. Like some days I don't even look at what my training is before I show up because I know I'm like, you know what? I'm meeting up with my friends to do the same thing we do every single day and whatever the training is, even if it's something really hard, why stress about it? Because we're going to do it. We're going to hold each other accountable to it. Um, And so that's been great. I, you know, one of my friends, uh, Sophia, you probably see her in a few of my videos and she her podcast actually from this year that we did here on the All In podcast was the most popular episode of the year, which is amazing. Um, she's been really helpful for that because we relate a lot with different things we've gone through as an athlete. Um, she's younger, so she's going through a lot of the things that I used to go through or I have gone through. Um, so it's been really great to like just be able to talk about different things and relate in that sense as athletes and just as uh, especially female athletes and just as people. And then with my training partner, Tommy, as well, um, just going through the training day in and day out and having, you know, both those people as well as other people who we train with um, who are positive, they're uplifting, you know, they're kind, they're compassionate people, like just having other people around you who are good people, it makes such a big difference in, you know, who you become, how you act, how you hold yourself accountable, and the progress that you make. So who you surround yourself with definitely, definitely matters. Well, I guess we uh, got to the end of those, and I'm sorry for stumbling through it so much. One, I'm... speaking from a talk, a stand-up desk right now. And I feel like every time I record a podcast, I get so out of breath. It's like I'm doing a workout, but usually I'm sitting down and now I'm standing. So I feel like even more out of breath. And number two is a lot of times when I do the solo episodes, I'll write down like a lot of what I want to say beforehand. Like I'll, I'll write down a lot of notes. And on this one, I did not write down a lot of notes also because I am leaving very shortly to go to my family's for, uh, for Christmas, for the holidays. So Yeah, I just wanted to share those things before the end of the holidays. Wanted to get a last episode out before the end of the new year. I want to thank you all. Um, The podcast grew a lot this year. I know I haven't been the most consistent over the last few months, um, but I'm grateful for you all who support the podcast, who share it, who leave a review, who message me checking in. I love getting those messages like, when's the next podcast coming out? I appreciate it. It definitely holds me accountable to like, okay, I really got to get a a next episode out uh, here soon. And I, I, you know, we're going to have some, some good plans in 2023. Definitely go follow the Instagram. I want to get some, some more stuff, more quotes, more content, more motivation and different things up on there in 2023. So at the all in project is where you can go and check it out. And I hope you guys have enjoyed the holidays so far. You enjoy the rest of the holidays, enjoy the rest, enjoy the food, and I'll see you in 2023.